This is exactly right. Adulting is hard, but it doesn't have to be impossible. If you want to hear more about ways you can actually live your best life, check out How to Be a Better Human. Each week, comedian Chris Duffy sits down with an expert to talk about the realistic and often unexpected ways you can improve your life. This season on How to Be a Better Human, learn how thinking about death can actually make your life happier, why it's never too late to make a change, and more. Find How to Be a Better Human wherever you get your podcasts. Hey! Hey! uh, Hey, you! Look at you. You have a turtleneck on. I know. You have like a golden tunic. It's beautiful. What is that? It's an adult crop. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I like an adult crop. Sure. Like, let it come down to the belly button, you know? And then when I raise my hand... Uh Uh-oh. You get a little bit of skin, but not too much. Sure. A little bit, not just a dollop of do you. A scotch. I love it. What's up? Welcome to Adulting. I'm Jordan Carlos. I am joined, as always, by my co from Go, Michelle Buteau. Try to catch her if you can. You can't. She's booked, <laughs> busy, and blessed. And she looks amazing. Uh, you can't see, but she's wearing a bold red lip today. Her hair is great. Her tunic looks amazing. And I love her. <laughs> oh, my God. What in the wedding speech is going on? Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You have a turtleneck on. Like, you about to go back to school. Let's talk about it. Is it cashmere? It's 100%. Is it cash? It's 100% casual cashmere. Nice. And uh, it hides all the wrinkles in my neck because I'm getting so old. The wrinkles in the neck is a real thing. I looked at my neck the other day. I was like, what in the tree trunk is going on? You know how you get the little rings in the tree? But that's okay. It just means that we're wiser and we know how to tip. That's all that means. That's what that means. I don't do 18 anymore. I do 22 to 25. Absolutely. You know what, though? I feel like I have to over tip someone when someone's like, I'm such a fan. Oh. Um, I was I was going through a bad day and then I listened to your special or podcast. And Mm-mm. then I feel like I got to over tip. <laughs> That's how they get you. That's, how they, That's get. how they get me. And my husband's always like, do you have to? I'm like, I do. Because I really do believe, like, you get what you give. Yeah. So I'm okay. These people are on their feet all day long. You know what? Let's tip them. It's true. It's true. And the wage still hasn't gone up all that much. And then you make you make up for it with the tips. That said, your husband and I had this wonderful conversation about when you tip at a coffee shop or whatever it is, and they show you that screen. You know, it's always on an iPad. You do the screen and then they look away. Oh, if it's good coffee, they always have an iPad. Do you know what I mean? I mean, they have no pens, no paper. Ooh. They just have like these little recycled paper cups. And what? They just put your drink down. They don't even call your name. Mm. They don't add, they're just like, you just put the drink down like you're supposed to know what latte is yours. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I get anxious. They don't even have, like, little wooden stir things. They just have whole-ass spoons, like vintage spoons. Oh, sure. Have you cleaned this since 1972? I am confused. <laughs> I love those coffee shops where they serve it to you in a glass. Oh, they try to be too cute because it's hot coffee. You need a handle. It's like, are we too cute to have a handle? I'm just trying to pick it up from the edge where I'm supposed to sip. It's too much. But haven't you had latte out of a bowl? Isn't that like, that's a thing, right? In Italy, you can... What? (laughs) Oh, yes. I have seen this. Yes. Yes. With like the gigantic croissants. Yes. Uh, Anytime (laughs) 
people try to put something huge in their mouth, my TMJ is triggered. And yes, that can be a dick joke if you want it to be, but I'm just talking in general. <laughs> I almost got Botox to like help my TMJ, LOL. Really? Listen, any reason yeah. for it. Botox is a good thing for those who want it. Yeah. Put that botulism right in your face. <laughs> <laughs> you were so shady in a turtleneck. It's too much. It, it doubles as a nice balaclava. But how does that help with the TMJ? I don't know how Botox helps with TMJ. Girl, I didn't know this was going to be an episode of Dr. Oz. <laughs> so I don't remember what TMJ stands for. Great. Now I'm going to be on my podcast. All stupid as shit. Tell us in the comments. But um, since I was 12 years old and I had mm -hmm. braces, I don't know what happened. But when I am stressed, my jaw will slip out of its place and I have to like try and like work it back in. And so that's essentially TMJ. Like you have to like bite down and move it around a lot. And yeah. Oh my God. Tendons and muscles. Why? Stop doing it, yeah. body. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate that. And by the way, you're going to get so many DMs like, I too have suffered for TMJ. Thank you, Michelle, for having the courage to tell me about TMJ. I didn't know Ebenezer Scrooge was going <laughs> to pop into my pop into my DMs. Also like, yeah, man, doing a podcast is wild. Stand up, you could talk about stuff, make it funny and keep it moving. Like just the way you can craft real life stories into stand up. People are like, was that real? Mm-hmm. But podcasting, it's so wild because it is what it is. It's like one of the truest forms of like fuckery because <laughs> I didn't realize how much I share. You're just sort of like talking to people um, on stage or like talking to your friend in a room with a big ass microphone that just gives you TMJ looking at it. <laughs> and people will like in the streets will quote stuff that I said that I don't remember. And as I'm talking about TMJ, like... Y'all know more about my body than my own doctors. Like, everybody knows so much about my holes. <laughs> That's all I want to say. That's all I want to say. That's it. Our guest. Yes. Such a funny individual, also from New, New Jersey. A dad. A husband. So many layers. Uh, <laughs> very surprising. <laughs> you guys should know that our guest, Christopher Gethard, is an authority in Black History Month. And with that... I bid you adieu. Enjoy <laughs> the shoe. <laughs> Brooklyn, what's Hi, up? Uh, Where's Brooklyn at? I think I just got moist. This is exciting. Very exciting. You yeah. had quite a fashion week. Yeah, so Cynthia Rowley, um, designer, icon, really cute fucking lady for fashion week to present her new fashion line she was like fuck fashion shows like we've done it we've seen it i want to support female comedians so she made a couture piece for all of us and there were eight comedians and we did a show uh, a comedy show in her shit which was like fucking amazing and she was like say anything you want this is your world okay let me belt you and i was like okay bitch and we did it, the show was at Sony Hall, which was special for me because that's where I filmed my uh, Netflix special, Welcome to Butopia, with Sony Hall. And I hadn't been there since, that since I filmed because of fucking COVID. So it was magical as fuck. And also, like, fashion has made me feel like such an outsider. Mm. You know, just being a size 12 when you're 12, 
just like even going to Catholic school and have those uniforms that like are made for women and like my ass is high so the skirt is higher in the back. You know, I even auditioned to be a, a cheerleader in college because I'm very flexible, tell somebody. And <laughs> Holy Jesus. start all those rumors. I am a very flexible. It goes back. And um, don't worry about it. But um, they didn't have a place for me on the cheer squad because the uniform was, um, it was a cutoff. In Empire Ways. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, no, it was like literally your tummy's out. Oh. Yeah, and they're like, you know, we don't even go up to your size. So like, that's been my whole life. Like, I want to express myself through clothing, but everything that fit me was black. And so I always look like a Greek widow everywhere I went. <laughs> Truly, it was giving Puerto Rican Johnny Cash at a prison. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. So it was not okay. And it sucks when you want to fucking express yourself and everything is, you know, in black. Unless you want to wear black. And I don't fucking mind, but fuck it still. And so, like, yeah, man, it was nice to be... Um, what were you wearing? I was wearing a very cute floral dress. It was giving, like, plus-size Lisa Bonet um, without the top hat. And... <laughs> I'm just thinking about all the hat boxes in Lisa Bonet's house. And so... Oh, my God. <laughs> now Le I'm thinking about that Lisa shit. What if Lisa comes for me? Oh, yeah. God. Oh, that'd be great. And my dyslexic mind, I'm like, Lisa also spells sale, but I'm still getting on to where I got to. Anyway, so the point is, <laughs> I know. Welcome to a beautiful mind. Ow! Ow! Yeah. So I'm doing the fitting, and I was like, this is a very fun black dress, but can we have a panty moment? And she's like, what you mean? I said, take out the lining. Let's see a little pum. Let's see a little pum-pum. Yeah, sure. And she was like, are you comfortable with that? And I'm just like, listen, <laughs> big bitches love their body. Everyone thinks we don't. We fucking do. I'm proud of it. It's everybody else that doesn't like it, and they don't need to, because I love it. Like, yes, let's fucking show it. I'm Why like, are you pointing at me? <laughs> Because <laughs> what's wrong with society is this way. <laughs> great, great. Yeah, like it really bothers me when people are just like, Lizzo's so confident. I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> Why the fuck wouldn't she be? It's her body. Like, we don't have to fucking say sorry for anything. Like, sorry for you that you don't understand that we are fucking joyful and beautiful no matter what shape, size, or shade we are, bitch. Like, how the fuck do you not know that? a week y'all i saw magic mike three ah channing you have no business <laughs> he still got it he still got it look he never he never lost a bitch <laughs> what you mean <laughs> selma hayek <laughs> why are you leaving your rich billionaire husband and doing that like she's good she's also very flexible and it was just campy and wild and um they lost me at the end but i was like everything else with the dancing was wonderful um i went to go see mj the musical oh oh shit oh <laughs> oh controversial <laughs> mixed reviews in the house it's a topic yes it's a topic and i'm here for the discussion not now, but I'm definitely here for it. <laughs> we don't got time, we got more show, but I will say this. Um, 
it was beautiful. Those songs hit different. When they sort of like did this backstory with Joe Jackson, you know, there's this one part where Michael didn't want to do the reunion tour, but he did because they talked him into it. And then, you know, his hair caught on fire at the Pepsi thing. And Joe's like, but can he go back on tour? And it reminded me of like the Amy Winehouse documentary where the parents are just like, giddy up, let's go. And like, as a parent now, it just hit different. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We need time to heal. Fuck this money. I'm assuming a lot of people approve this because it's on fucking stage. But Joe Jackson was like, okay, well, doctor, what can you give him to get through the pain? And so just to see all those songs like Thriller, just hearing those words from someone that might be addicted or has addiction. This is wild. This hits different. This is history that we never talk about in history class. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I don't... Are you okay? No, I'm just Does this make you uncomfortable? Where the Michael Jackson section of history class would be. <laughs> Look. I just don't... In terms of pop culture, I mean... You're right. Yeah, you're right. I mean, he was the first black man on MTV with videos. Mm. And that's because he made them out of pocket. He was like, play these fucking videos. Are you serious? He made them out of pocket? Okay, stop. <laughs> what in the fucking town hall is happening right now? I didn't know he made the videos. It's okay. That's a perfectly okay thing not to know. That's just an unknown unknown, okay? I didn't know. I didn't know that shit. That's New York for you. Thank you for the lesson. They're just like, fuck you. <laughs> you didn't know the even streets go east in the city, you fucking moron. And now some of you are like, they do? Okay. Thank you. All right. I'm very excited to bring out our guest. He is so fucking wonderful so and magical and hilarious. He's done shows. He's got a podcast. He got a network. What the fuck can't he do? Please give it up for, for Chris Gethard! Chris, 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 Chris. Hi, how are Chris. you? Hello. I'm Chris. good. Thanks so much for having me. Embrace me. Uh, look at this DJ Donwell over here. How are you? Long time no see. How you been? Good, man. Good to see you again. Yeah, great to see you. This show's had a relentless amount of energy, and I've been loving watching it, and now I feel very bad that I am here. No, what are you talking about? I'm not known for energy. You just have to be you, Chris. Yes. Don't even worry about that it, man. That I can Energy. Energy. Don't worry about that at all. I'm just so glad that we have two children of New Jersey here on stage. yeah. yeah. Born and raised, but I left and never wants to go back. I left and fought tooth and nail to get back, and now I'll die out there someday, and I feel great here, about it. Here, give me your water. I'll put it up here. Oh, thank, thank you. you so much. But yeah, doesn't it feel just like, New Jersey just feels like a Bruce Springsteen song? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're like, what's wrong with that? I know. I, I, as soon as we start talking about New Jersey and Brooklyn, I feel very much like I'm about to get... Like shit thrown at me. Like, I feel like I'm no, about to let me tell you, shit. Okay, let's, I feel like I'm being backed into a let's corner. Break it down. No, let's break it down. At some point, I'm gonna have to get defensive and only prove every stereotype about New Jersey correct. <laughs> I was trying to explain Jersey to a friend because you know um, Joyelle Johnson, hilarious comedian. She's also from Jersey. My friend was like, "Oh my God, she's so funny. She's so spicy." I'm like, "We all fucking are." Wendy Williams, Queen Latifah, Whitney Houston, Lauren Hill, Michelle Buteau, bitch. Like, <laughs> Jersey girls will fucking make a party and then burn it the fuck down. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like our song is, it's our party, we'll fight if we want to. That's what the yeah. fuck it is. And so like, 
I feel like for me, I had to get out because it was I was getting angry a lot. It is an angry place, yeah. It is. It's funny because I'm, I'm like known as a nice guy in New York comedy and I'm pretty laid back, but I think people who know me are also like, oh no, that person's also a psychopath. <laughs> like right under the surface, that person's fucking crazy. And part of that is Jersey. Like you're in the most densely populated state in the world where everyone's on top of everybody. Yeah. And when shit goes down, it goes down hard and fast. And you need to know how to keep a straight face in the, in the face of insanity at all times. Yes. It's just like living on the set of Apocalypse Now, you know? You never, you're like... But with brighter colors. You yeah. know what I mean? I always thought, like, did no one fucking die and turn to a zombie when they were in Zumba class? Why is everybody wearing this drab beige and brown in the Apocalypse? There was no fucking neon yellow. Like, it's very confusing. Hold on. Hold on. Are yes. you talking about the fashion choices in apocalyptic movies? 100% I am. What's it to oh you? Oh my god, I never thought about it. <laughs> That's, yeah, they don't wear bright colors, do they? They don't, and people are eating fucking dog food out of a fucking can. No one's taking a shit. Like, I don't want to see. You don't have to take a shit when you're running from a zombie. It's very confusing. What are your thoughts on this, Chris? I, would, I mean, I would, I, would, I would shit my pants if I was yes. running from a zombie. I'm yes. with you, yeah. You would shit. No, oh, no. probably I wouldn't even get there because I'd kill myself immediately. If I would saw you? one zombie, yeah. In an apocalypse, I, you kill yourself? I'm always on the verge of killing myself now, and there's not an apocalypse. <laughs> Everybody knows this about This isn't shocking. Yeah, this is not shocking. <laughs> if people didn't already know that from me talking about it, I feel like no one out here is, like, surprised. <laughs> it's fine. It's been a couple years. It's all good. No, I feel like, I feel like in an apocalypse... That's my time to shine. You know what I'm really? saying? Like, you think so? I feel, oh, man. Like, you think I, you're making it through? I, yeah, I think I'm a scrounger. I'm scra- you need me. You need a scrappy little fuck like me. You know That's what I'm true. saying? That's true. Absolutely. I can go, go three days without food. I'm fun. You're fine, but you don't like conflict. I so I like, feel like how exactly. you're going to need someone away. like me. <laughs> you're going to need someone like me to be like the fucking headmistress. Although I yeah. could never run like a camp I'm bad at math I feel like I would make you know yeah yeah you, uh, you feel, but there'll be somebody to do that for you 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 just have to be the leader don't worry about the the logistics shit okay let me Boom. Do we got that. a plan you guys I love it join us <laughs> join us Chris what's it like being a parent in Jersey wow it's Chris has a son I do I have a son he's about to turn four that's right. Yeah. We're at the same, same place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I would say that being a parent in New Jersey is as lame and boring as this Brooklyn crowd assumes it is. Yeah. It's no. lame and it's boring, but it's also full of joy. It's full of endless joy, and I like it, and I worry a lot about my lawn now. You got yourself a riding mower? What are you doing? No riding mower. Uh, I got an electric push mower. Electric push, thinking about the I'm earth. Really I like into that. into edging, not the jerking off kind. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I went all organic a year and a half ago on my lawn. I tried to start using all organic products. This is what being a parent in New Jersey is like. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I'm so bored. It's not great. <laughs> it's not great. Here's how bored I got. Yeah. This is true. <laughs> I, uh, 11 months ago now, signed up to be a volunteer ambulance driver. What? I drive the ambulance in my you town. You drive an ambulance? On, tues on Tuesday nights, yes. <laughs> this is true. I've never seen someone more heartbroken. I used to be the king of hipster comedy know, in New yes. York City. And I know. now the most exciting thing I've got 
is I drive an ambulance on Tuesday nights. It's true. It's really sad. It's really fucked up and sad. But it's great. Well, do you I have... covered a shift for my friend from one to four today on the ambulance. <laughs> That's true. fucking wow. amazing. Are you like in the city? You know, wow. the, you do the urban kind of disc jockey thing where it's like... Whoop, 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 whoop. I, I will tell you, I do have a blue light in my Honda Element. <laughs> so when I get a call, I'm at home. Yeah? And I have to get the, to the firehouse. And I got pulled over once. And I was wearing my big yellow EMS jacket. The cop pulled me over, and I was like, hey, I'm driving the ambulance. And he's like, what are you talking about? That's a Honda. <laughs> and I was like, no, did you hear the call go out? I'm the, they're waiting for me to get to the ambulance. So he's like, you got to get a blue light. So now I do. I have a siren light in my car. That's fucking awesome. It's just wild. Come on. But I mean, it's kind of cool. I did have to go to a scene where uh, I had to go out because someone had stolen a car and flipped it, and I had to drive the ambulance. And he had accomplices who got away, so there were, like, canine units and drones, and I had to back the ambulance. So, yeah, Jersey's pretty all right, man. (laughs) Jersey's pretty cool. It's cool shit. I'm, like, living in an action movie every Tuesday night. My training was given to me by a man named Larry Wepler. Me and Larry (laughs) Wepler drive around in the ambulance. It's fucked up. It's sad. Friend, where the fuck do I go? (laughs) So what's... No, truly, but wait, but wait a whole ass minute, Jordan. Wait a minute. He, he, he. Are you now talking about me in front of me? No, no. It seems yes, like you are. Yes, we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jordan. Yes. He drives an ambulance. Yes, no, said. I heard him every Tuesday night. Every Tuesday night, but then he covered one shift from one to four yes. today. Yeah. 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 No, but he, lo- he's, he loves so, it. So yeah, okay. Besides the wildest shit you've seen, are you just like? pulling up to Dunkin' Donuts being like, what's up, can I get something for free? Like, what are the perks? Uh, no, there's no, there's really no perks. <laughs> it's not like I'm just dry, it's not like I'm on patrol around town in the ambulance. It's not like you just cruise around and you're like, who's hurt? <laughs> like, you wait until they call you, Bring you know? out your dad. It's not like I'm like, it's not like me and a retiree named Larry Webber is like cruising around Morris County, New Jersey, like, what's up on these streets? Like, it's not, it's not how it goes, you know? You just sit at home with a pager, and then it's like, wham, wham, wham. And I'm like, I got to go. And my wife is like, do good, baby. And then, oh, and then I go. That's a. Ama- that is. Do, do the cars in New Jersey, do they give way, though? They give way? Sometimes they don't. Yeah, I once had a paramedic yell at me because we were on our way to the hospital and some guy got in front of us. He's like, do you have the lights on? I'm like, yeah, I can't control the fact that dickheads in New Jersey pull in front of ambulances and yeah. stop, yeah. sir. Yeah, is that, and it's also the people, like, especially on the FDR, that, like, try to follow the ambulance oh, yeah. behind them. Yeah. I'm like, what a bunch of dicks. Are you the dick? Absolutely. That's like, a, oh my God, I'm going to use a sports term, but um, it's, like, it's like in football, you have a blocker, and you're just like, all the way to the Brooklyn Bridge. Touchdown! No. No. <laughs> Do you drive on the shoulder, too, to pass Absolutely, you? yeah. I'm like, you should drive with me. I, I know, don't I, know how yeah, we're friends. I know. <laughs> I, I give substitute librarian energy, but I I drive I drive like I'm in a Jason Bourne film. Like I am I am cray cray in the banana. This is a whole ass law for me. That's really cool though. Yeah, Chris. this is re- this is very fucking cool. What else? I mean, we got to get to questions, but I just want to know like, is there anything else that you're like, 
fuck, I could do that. You're asking me like if I have any life goals left? Yeah, what else, you, what else are you going to tackle in Is that a horrible question? Here's the sad truth. You want to know the sad truth? Yeah. I'm just kind of waiting to die at this point. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I don't have any goals. Are you kidding? No. I'm on the other side of ambition. No, yeah. I'm on the other side you of ambition. You had a show that was yeah. up for so many seasons. I was a notorious hard worker and a big-time community guy in, yeah. when it came to New York County. And at this point, I'm like, I guess I'll just work on my lawn and drive this ambulance until I drop dead. <laughs> Chris, no! This what? No, we want more for Chris, right, everybody? We love you. I'm tired. No, we love I don't, you. Tired. Look, it's okay. I want what you want. I don't want to put expectations on some bullshit for you. Before Marie came out, you wished her happy Black History Month. And I want to say the same. Happy Black History Month to you, you and everybody else. I also want to tell you, it brought back a memory that I'd completely forgot about. I grew up in a town that was extraordinarily diverse. My junior high school was probably 60% white, 40% black. Mm -hmm. And in seventh grade, they had a Black History Month trivia contest. And they brought us all into the cafeteria. <laughs> they said, we're going to announce the winner. <laughs> And then they said, the winner of the trivia contest, rest easy, it ends well. They said, the winner of the trivia, I was really good at trivia, is the point. And they said, third place, and it was a black student. Second place, and it was a black student. First place, Chris Gethers. God damn it! And when you guys wished Maria a happy black history month, I, it, that memory brought back up as I stood up and the principal of the school, and every, everyone was like, ooh, this is not great. Like, everyone was like, this is not great. And I, like, walked up, and I never forgot the prize was a real, one of them big-ass Twix bars. That, remember? Yay! Remember the real big Twix bar? <laughs> and I, like, I walked up, and I was like, thank you so much, yeah. Uh, <laughs> go back and... What and like, I will tell you, I, I did, I shared the Twix bar with uh, uh, a number of my black friends. It's great. So <laughs> Doing They're it right. Doing for it. That. Reparations. 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 See, it turned out okay. I, I will say, I was shocked to hear that people in the bellhouse were shouting, no, don't do this at the beginning of that story. I think yeah. it turned out okay. Yeah. He's a professional storyteller. He knows okay. what he's doing. God. Questions from the audience. Chris? Okay, let's see. How old is too old for a child to sleep in bed with their parents? Ooh. What do they call that when you... Sleep in the bed with your child. Co-sleeping. Co-sleeping. Co right. Thank you so much. It's like the paperclip from Microsoft Word. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I think it definitely takes away from sexy time, and you, you should, uh, as soon as you can, and I'm sure it's too late because you're writing this question, but at 12 weeks, a child can sleep by itself. And uh, that's what we did, and the point of me telling you that is I'm better than you. And... Um, <laughs> No, but I think, I think you should really try for the separation. You really should, because I know that it's probably taking a toll on that relationship. You, you can't have the child in the bed with you and make sexy times. You can't have the child rule the roost. I think boundaries are important, but, like, do you work a lot? Are you not home a lot? Is this just, like, your kid wanting to spend some time with you? Maybe you could say you get 30 minutes, set a little alarm, you get 30 minutes, cuddles in bed, or maybe you like sleeping there, but or whatever, but, like... 
you know, just to have a kid in your bed all the time, that's wild. You also need your own fucking sleep. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. my daughter, who's fully potty trained at four, she's ready to fucking pay the mortgage. I don't understand. She's four years old. She's like, Mama, I need privacy. I'm like, what, for crayons? What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> she said that she, to you? Yeah, I need privacy. Do you mind? I'm like, no. <laughs> Does she know what that is? I don't fucking... She's a, she's a fully realized woman. I don't fucking understand. Your daughter came out like a bumblebee. It's wild. Yeah. It's wild. She's Bumblebees looking at people in the grown. face, and they're just yeah. like, why is she looking at me like that? I'm like, maybe you should do better. I don't know what you're doing, but like... When I'm in the bathroom, she'll come in and try to, like, give me a TED Talk. I'm like, can I get some privacy? She's like, okay, but one more thing. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> the point is, having your kid sleep in your bed all the time is like your kid in the bathroom when you're trying to take a shit. You need your own time. Yeah. Sometimes when my son can't sleep, I will take him and I'll go sleep on the couch next to him. Yeah. But it does not encroach on my bed. That's the bed right. Yeah. Boundaries. I still give him what he needs if he really needs it. Yeah. Yes. But it's not in my space. Yeah. Like that. Fuck that. I get it. There's also... There's also really great toddler melatonin. Yeah, that part. It's, it's all chamomile, don't or, worry. Or do slumber parties. Slumber parties are fun. Not in your bed, but in their room. All right. What's the next question? It says, how can I be comfortable traveling alone? Oh. Bonus, traveling alone as a woman. Traveling alone for me is bad because, you know, between the tits and the freckles and the hair, people just want to... People think I'm like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like a friendly clown. People want to talk to me. I'm like, no. <laughs> People think I work at the restaurants I try to eat at. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I think you work at the restaurants. I just say always look busy. Just bring a book. Always look behind you. Sometimes, like, when I was in my 20s living in the city solo, I would walk on the street instead of the sidewalks at night because mm. I see all those little alleyways. You ain't going to snatch me up, bitch. Never leave your fucking drink. And never accept a drink from somebody. If you can't afford to pay your own drinks on vacation, don't go on vacation. Yeah. What about you? You traveled a lot? Well, I used to be a big proponent of, like, you got to get out there, go on some solo road trips. You got to, like, drive across the country at least once. It'll totally change your perspective. I used to be very vocal about that. And then I will say, and I'm not trying to score any points here, I did realize I am, at the end of the day, a white guy. <laughs> And yeah. I realized, like, oh, a solo road trip. Like, there's a whole history to road trips in this country that I don't have to deal with. So yeah. I kind of choose on questions like that to just shut the fuck up at this point in my life. <laughs> I'm being honest, and I'm not... Is this after you won the Black History Contest, you realize this? Happy <laughs> <laughs> Black History Month for <laughs> And that is what allyship looks like. Yes. At the end of the day, I'm just still taking bites out of that big Twix bar, you know? Just still trying to learn. Just still trying to learn. <laughs> Shit, Christopher. I cannot. I fucking cannot. Someone has what written I... in very small, tight handwriting. Nice. Oh, no. Oh, I want to spend my 40s somewhere besides New York City. Where should I move? Jersey. That's, that's your answer. You know, there's a whole ass blog. There's a blog for everything. And there's even a blog for black and brown and mixed families. Like, where can they travel in the world that's, like, the safest? So I say do some research. And also... You know where you want to go deep down inside. Why don't you ask yourself where? Where the fuck do you want to go? And don't commit for a year. Go for a month. Get yourself a nice little Airbnb. Breathe some different air. Go to a new fucking coffee shop, whatever. Like, just fucking do it. Do no it. biggie smalls. 
I love that. I'll, right? also, I'll also say Sri Lanka. I'll also put Sri Lanka. <laughs> what? Just go to Sri Lanka? Philosophically, I agree with you, but if you want a specific, I'll just throw Sri Lanka against the wall. <laughs> what do you even mean? I went. It's the best place I've ever been. Oh, okay. I was like, I, I didn't know you'd been. I thought you were just it's like, great. fuck it, Sri Lanka. Fantastic. Oh, this question is for me. Michelle, any advice for a mixed race couple that is trying to adopt? I'll take this one if you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I could just jump Air in. Horn. I could just jump in for a second here. <laughs> Let me uh, a few more wrong. Black History Month stories. Uh. Um, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, mixed race couple trying to adopt. You're an inspiration. Oh, as a parent, we try to adopt too. Um, we try to adopt while we we're trying to have our own kids, and it was just you know. The fact that your heart is big enough to love um, someone that isn't your DNA is fucking amazing. You're already a walking angel on earth. Thank you so much. You know what I mean? Like, that's amazing. Um, I would say do the research. I went to, like, two places. It was very expensive because as you go deep into the process, um, each um, contract that you fill out, an interview, costs money. And so we got deep into uh, a process with one adoption company. And then, then all of a sudden, like a couple of thousand dollars in just talking, they were like, oh, you're still trying to have your own children at the same time? That's like against the rules or some shit. And I was like, that's fucked up. So I would say do the research, save your money and manage your expectation. It's a different type of hurt and rejection when you're trying to adopt and you can't. And you don't expect it. Because you're just like, wait a minute, I thought I could just show up and just like be like, I want to love this person for all of my life. And then they're still like, no. And you're like, I don't understand even how to deal with that. So I'd say manage your expectations, talk to your friends, the good ones, and perhaps even get a therapist. Yeah, the ones that fucking can make complete sentences and care about you. This is a real one. This is a real one. Do you have plans for July 29th. If not, do you want to come see Beyonce with us? I'm going to be in Amsterdam. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> I'll go. I love you, Christopher. I'll go to Beyonce. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. Love Hit me up on Instagram. So I'll check much. the message request folder after <laughs> the show. Yeah, I'll go. What? Bring that ambulance, bro. I <laughs> Tuesday night? Oh, shit. <laughs> what is the next question, Chris? Is it Giant Stadium? Barclays? <laughs> MSG? I'm in. MetLife, baby. Say the word. MetLife. Met 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 Imagine how disappointed they'd be if they invited your energy to Beyonce. And via this show, felt obligated to bring this energy. It's me talking about killing myself and driving an ambulance all night. It would be something. <laughs> all right, Jordan, what's the next question? This is crazy. I am a woman in my early 30s, new to Crown Heights from D.C. Oh. What are some of the hot spots I should check out? P.S. My mother is in town this weekend. Any, any suggestions for fun activities? This is just, I feel like you need Google. Um, I, think well, I live in Crown Heights. <laughs> Don Will, go for it. I, I live on the edge of Crown Heights, but there's cool stuff all up and down Nostrand food wise. 
I don't know your mom and what she likes, so that's on you. Figure that shit out. There is Google, but... Tompkins? Tompkins is dope. There's a lot of cool shops on Tompkins and restaurants. Barbancino's, Barbancino's. You know what? Just, like, look up some black-owned shit. Take your mom there. Be like, look, we are, like, having fun, and we're helping the community. Yeah. Boom, boom, pow. Take your mom to, like, lovers and... Was it friends and lovers? Friends and lovers. Teach her how to clap her ass. She ain't dead yet. I don't know if she still gets wet. Fucking have fun. And I'll say if you and your mom are looking for something fun to do on Saturday night, uh, if you're a wrestling fan, Sami Zayn is fighting Roman Reigns at the Elimination Chamber. <laughs> it's in Montreal, so you couldn't do it in person, but you can watch it on Peacock. You can watch it on Peacock. That's what I'll be doing Saturday night in New Jersey. I'll be watching wrestling by myself. My wife doesn't like it on TV. She'll go in person. She She'll likes go in it. person? Oh, okay. She likes it in person. Montreal's yeah. just a hop skip, and uh, yeah. it's... It's pretty oh, cool. You guys could buckle down with Peacock and you'll watch the Elimination Chamber. We're going to see if Sami Zayn... Oh, my God. Okay, Chris. Pull this one off. Yeah. Last question. Please go. Oh, I like this. Oh, this is awesome. All caps. Deservedly. I ousted a toxic boss and stayed with the company. How do I celebrate? Ooh. Oh, my God. I'll say, you, you, you get everybody from the company together. Saturday night, you guys get Peacock. <laughs> Sami Zayn is trying to take down Roman Reigns' Universal Championship. He's Roman Reigns. We all know the Bloodline storyline. It's been great. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Anybody? Thank, thank you. Thank you for being the change you want to see. Yeah. Definitely get yourself... Whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Celebrate. Oh, okay, my gosh. Okay, last question, Last Jordan. question. How much riz do you have? Did you say jizz? <laughs> riz, riz. <laughs> They're asking what amount of sex appeal. Um, I think riz is new slang. I've seen yeah, yeah. it on the yeah. internet. Okay. I've, seen the I've seen it on the internet. Yeah. To be fair, All, I knew what yeah. it meant the whole time. That's another black history thing he knows. <laughs> There's a reason on that contest. I will say this. Um, for me, what is sexy is when somebody is thoughtful. My husband is very thoughtful. I mean, truly, one time we were driving to the West Side Highway. He saw a homeless person with no shirt, pulled the car over in the middle of the fucking road, took his shirt off, and put it on this man. Why don't you dig a little deeper and figure out how you can make the world a better place? even within your five-mile radius. And that's how you get the riz, bitch. Ooh! Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's how people are gonna start spreading their legs. You thoughtful? Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> what uh, were you gonna say, Jordan? I, <laughs> I think that um, it is important to, to, yes, be thoughtful with a lady. Um, that's, that's my chosen people and um that sounded anti-semitic no, no, i've always been interested the chosen people yeah my chosen people are the women and uh no no i think i think it's always important like this is what i always used to do to, to my wife and i still do this to her no 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 <laughs> to her to her i put it on her now i put all the riz on her and this is what i did it's getting worse i know i'm digging deeper <laughs> No, whenever, whenever we would meet for a date, whatever it was, I'd be like, oh my gosh, she looks so great. Like, I know it takes time to like do your hair and everything like that and dick, ga, 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 ga. 
And, get, and you know what? She liked it. So complimenting yeah, someone. Complimenting, but complimenting the amount of time it takes to like prep is important, I think. Christopher, what does the riz mean to you? I'll tell you, uh, the honest answer is I grew up with no riz. And at this point in my life, I would say I have no riz. <laughs> but I, w I will say, there was a stretch in my younger days yeah. when I stumbled into having a confusing amount of riz, riz for a while there. I went through a real, real riz-driven stretch there. And <laughs> I had a lot of fun when I was young, and I always kept it above board and respectful. I learned what the appeal of a guy like me was at a certain point. And I realized you just got to lean into yourself and own yourself, you know? Yes. 100%. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, we ask all our guests, what is the most adult thing you want to do for yourself that you haven't had the chance to do yet? Oh, good God. This is the lamest answer, but I would say I, wanna, I just want to clean my garage and have it stay clean. Sure. Yeah. I want to straighten Absolutely. up my garage yes. Absolutely. and yes. not turn around yeah. four days later and no. have it worse than before I yes. cleaned it. Oh, sure. 100%. I, I need it. Yes. I need it. I'm with you on that. We have too much stuff. Um, thank you so much for coming. Thank yes. you. Have Chris a great one. Chris gets it, everybody! Wow. Uh-huh. I've never felt so seen. Yeah. A clean, a clean garage? <laughs> a clean garage? That's, that's all I ever wanted. Like, when you have an apartment, you're like, I need a house. I need a house. And then you get a house. You're like, why does it feel like I'm a hoarder all of a sudden? Like, when you have a bigger purse, you have a bunch of shit in your purse that you don't need. Mm -hmm. But just the fact that you can carry it, you have it. And so I'm like, I have never felt so seen. Yeah. I always remember my friends growing up in Jersey, their dad's garages, where I'm just like, ooh, you hiding some bodies in here. This is messy. <laughs> or, or they're like so neat. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, Dexter, you hiding the bodies, but we don't know where. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I love always seeing like that red craftsman tool organization. Yes. Ooh, the hobby horse of it all. Ooh. Baby. It's terrifying if you have no oil stains. That's a scary, scary situation. Yes. I'm raising an eyebrow. <laughs> Kais and I, last summer, we did a deep dive in our garage. Mm -hmm. And um, it wasn't as scary as I thought it would be. It was very cleansing. Sure. A clean garage, a clean basement, a clean, like, a organized linen closet. Mm. Um, a good-ass, like, cheese drawer mm -hmm. that you wipe out. No. And that, my friend, is what we call adulting. Michelle Buteau. Yes. It's been a pleasure. Aw. Truly. Same. Is it too early for a drink? It's half past a monkey's ass. I'd say go for it. <laughs> <laughs> this has been an Exactly Right production. Our senior producer is Jiha Lee. Our associate producer is Alex Chi. This episode was mixed by John Bradley. Our guest booker is Patrick Kotner. Additional production support from Hannah Kyle Crichton. Theme song and live show DJing is by DJ Don Will. Our live show producer is Marianne Ways. Artwork by Jamie Bechtel. Photography by Reis Vandermost. Executive produced by Karen Kilgara, Georgia Hardstark, and Danielle Kramer. Follow the show on Instagram at adultingthepod. Email your questions to adultingquestions at gmail.com. Follow Adulting with Michelle Buteau and Jordan Carlos on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen so you don't miss an episode.
If you like what you hear, rate and review the show and visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase adulting merch.